0: For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melanymitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we are back with our weekly episode. And I, before we jump into today's topic, because I know. You guys are like dying to hear what I have to say on today's topic. But before we do that, I have to shout out you guys and all of our awesome listeners that tune in every single week, that share the podcast, that tag their friends, that leave me rating and reviews and tag me on Instagram stories. You guys have no idea how much I appreciate all the feedback that you give me every single week. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you to all of you for the continued support and I just want to shout out Chrissy731 for leaving me the sweetest review on iTunes and she said this podcast is the best business companion a network marketer or small business owner needs. Hands down this podcast has been my biggest inspiration from books to mindsets to real straight talk. I, I started listening to her about three months ago and now I'm using her strategies and suggestions in my business. She's easy to listen to and I feel like we're sitting in my backyard sipping tea talking about business. And she is a friend giving her best tips and tricks. So thank you Chrissy so much. If you want to be featured on next week's podcast episode, head on over to iTunes, leave me a rating and review, and you could be our featured listener of the week. All right, let's get into today's conversation. Guys, I want to talk about the word joy. How many of you right now feel like your life, something in your life, maybe it is your business is slowly sucking the joy out of you. You feel drained. You don't feel excited. You're not happy to walk into your office and do the work that maybe you previously loved. And you're finding yourself a little confused, a little unsettled, maybe a little anxious about whether or not It's time to make a change. Is this how life is supposed to be? Are you supposed to just work at a job and hate it just to get a paycheck and just kind of sort of get by? Or maybe you are working that dream job that you've worked so hard to get to and now you're sitting in a position and you're going, is this it? Is this really what it's supposed to be like? So today we're going to talk a little bit about when your business really does suck the joy out of your life. And I'll be really honest with you. There have been times over the past 8 years where I have felt completely depleted and have lacked energy and you know the motivation to show up and and do my job. And so there are a few things I'm going to share with you today that have helped me to kind of get through that. But let's start let's start by be just kind of sharing a story with you. So every year I always preface about September, October with my team and say, hey, I want to get prepared for the fourth quarter. You know, the fourth quarter in network marketing in our business because it's the end of our fiscal year and all of our deadlines and goals and advancements and bonus structure all sort of hits at the end of the year, which also happens to be the holiday season. So not only do we have the stress of holiday season and all of the family obligations and things we have to do and financial stress, but now we have the stress of trying to reach the goals we've set for ourselves during a time of year when a lot of people are not really investing in their health and their fitness, right? And so I always say to my team as we go into this fourth quarter that this is sometimes the most, most challenging time of the year. And I always make the joke that you know, you'll know you find out who your real leaders are. Right? The people that you know, maybe not even regardless of their rank in the company. But you'll know who your people are if they can make it through. The October, November, December timeframe, the ones that stick around are, are your lifers. They're the people that they have the bigger vision. They get it. They understand that business has peaks and valleys. And I always kind of say, like, we hold on and just see what happens, right? And we just, and so that truly is the way this, this holiday season can sometimes go. And so I know that to be the trend. But before I recognize that, this is what my holiday season looks like. This is what my October, November and December actually looked like. I was hustling. I was working long hours. I was getting on the phone with people that didn't have the same vision as I did. I was getting on the people on the phone with people That could talk a great game. They could tell me everything that I wanted to hear about how they were going to reach their goals and they were going to get to their income and they were going to make this their full-time job. And they were, this was the time they were going to do it. And I would believe them and then they would never follow through. They would talk, but they had no action. I would drag people along. I would just, come on, you can do it. I would just get them over the goal, right? Till we got to the goal. And it was just the bare bones. Just enough to get there. And I knew in the back of my mind that these were the people that were going to be gone in 6 months. And you know what? We might just be getting through this holiday season. But they weren't really invested in the long term. Right? And so what would happen is every holiday season I would hustle. I would work hard. I would burn the midnight oil. I would wake up early. I would reach the goal. I'd get to Christmas and I would get sick. I would get so sick between Christmas and New Year's that I started to year after year just know that was the trend. And then I started to feel like something was wrong. I couldn't get out of bed and I had no energy and I wasn't excited and I was having a hard time working out. And and, and I just realized that I was starting to have exhaustion I was really starting to have this sort of um, what do they call it whenever you are just it's like not adrenal fatigue but it was just like extreme exhaustion. From all year long hustling and pushing and then that big push at the end of the year and I would fall apart. And I started to realize like I don't like the way that this makes me feel. I don't like the way how I feel at the end of the year when I am so sick that I can't even enjoy my family. And so I got smart a few years ago. Right? So I only did this for like two or three years. but And that's long enough. Trust me. That's long enough. But I got smart. And I started to say to myself, okay. I need to begin to recognize the triggers of burnout. I need to begin to recognize when things are sucking my joy. When I'm not enjoying it. I need to know what happens right before everything crashes and burns with my energy level. I need to know so I can stop it. And so I got smart. So I want to ask you today to to kind of say to yourself like, what in my business right now is sucking the joy out of me? Because maybe it's not the business you hate, right? Maybe you love what your company's mission is and what they stand for and the products that you promote and the services you provide. But maybe there's a part of what you do that doesn't bring you joy. Maybe you're hustling for a goal that you've attached no meaning to. So maybe you're, you're racing to reach a specific recognition level in your company because it sounds good. Because that's what everybody else in the team page is talking about doing. Or that's what your mentor has accomplished. So you feel like you need to follow the exact same footsteps as that person did. But there's no other depth other than I'm going to accomplish this goal because why not? They did it. So can I. So I always have to say to myself, what is the reason that I am pushing for this goal? Is the short-term sacrifice, the hustle, the hard work, the consistency, the discipline, the things I'm going to have to do to make this goal happen, is it worth it to me? Sometimes the answer is yes, but sometimes the answer is no. If the answer is yes, this is how I approach it. And I've done this so many times in my business where I'm like, this goal is worth it. I know that it's going to require extra hours. I know it's going to require extra sacrifice. I know that I'm going to have to make sure I communicate with my husband the help I'm going to need from him. But this is the reward the reward is a bonus or income growth or a new product launch or another opportunity right that I've been working on to close a certain deal. So I know that the short-term push is going to be worth the long-term the long-term reward because I can see it. I can see it. I know what it's going to do for my family. I know what it's going to do for my career. I know what it's going to do for me personally and that actually matters to me. It's important to me. That's something that I truly want. And as I'm talking to you, I know you can't see me here in my office, but I'm currently looking at my vision board. And I'm looking at the things on there and I'm saying, yes, I have a big goal that I'm going to accomplish by December 31st of 2019 and I know why I want to accomplish that goal. I know how it's going to be a catalyst to future success. I know what the sacrifice is going to look like and I know exactly how I'm going to celebrate when I get there. I also know that it's not going to be easy. I also know that in the moment right now I am going to have to put my head down and be willing to do a little extra work. But I will rest and I've already planned for that. And it's already in my schedule and I know how I'm going to celebrate once I get there. I know why that goal brings me joy and I'm willing to work for it. So the first thing you have to say to yourself is does the goal bring me joy? If it is yes Am I willing to do the work that gets there? If the answer is no, then we have to change it. And we have to be okay with it. We don't need to over explain it or feel like we owe people an explanation. If something doesn't bring you joy, you simply say, I've decided I'm not gonna go for that goal because it doesn't actually mean anything to me. Do you know what actually means something to me? So here's the other thing, we don't make it a cop out. We don't say I'm not gonna go for that goal because it's hard right? And and, and temporarily it's a little bit of a challenge. No, we say I'm not going to go for that goal because it doesn't really have a deep meaning, right? But this goal does. And this is the goal that I'm going to work towards, right? And then you actually do the work towards the goal that brings you joy. The next part is asking yourself, what can I control in my current situation? So I had this conversation with a team member last week and it's just, it stuck with me. It's just like to the core, stuck with me. And she said, you know, Melanie, I ran this group with my, with a bunch of other leaders, we teamed up, we put, we put our team members in this group and we ran, ran this, we called it a push group. And and we are really helping these women in this group to advance their businesses forward. And at the end of the group, she goes, none of my people advanced. And I go, man, she goes, I poured my heart and soul. I showed up all the other leaders showed up and she said, and you know, what was the most frustrating thing? She said, we got on a call and one of her members of her team said, man. You must be really disappointed in us. We didn't even do the work. We didn't even show up. You must be disappointed. And she's so super sweet and super kind, right? And I don't know exactly what she said because I actually stopped like processing because I was so angry that somebody would actually say that. Like, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It sucks to show up and pour your heart and soul into people that say they want something But don't even do the work to get there. Like you feel like you have a backpack on and it's got a hundred pounds of cinder block in there and you're dragging it. That's what it feels like to pull people along in a business that don't want it as bad as you do. And you're trying to talk them into it. And and I thought to myself, "That that was it. That would have been for me. Yep, you're done. I no longer will be serving you the way I've been serving you until you start meeting me halfway. And we had that discussion. And I said, you know, you're such a sweetheart and I know you want to help everybody and we're in a helping business, but listen, that didn't bring you joy. And you poured tons of hours into your business for no return. And so the conversation became, so what can we control in this situation? We can't make people want a business more than they want it for themselves. We can always be there. We can continue to share. We can continue to lead by example. But what's the next step? So we had this conversation about what can I control? What can I immediately change to feel more joy? And so we talked about the activities she loves doing in her business. And and I said, perfect. That's what we're going to focus on. 80% of your time. Is going to be focused on those activities that involve bringing in new people, creating great content, serving your audience, you know, connecting and building relationships with your followers, doing your invites, your follow-ups, your calls to act. You're going to bring new people in. And look, you're going to find the people that are going to, they are going to respect the time you pour into what you're doing. They're going to respect the hustle. And so we had this conversation. It just instantly changes the joy factor. And we're like, okay, refocus. Now, there is always going to be things that we can't control that 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 are, that are we have to do that don't always bring us joy. So for example, I don't love sending out invites. But it's part of my job. And I do it anyways. And I think about it very differently. So when I sit down to my computer and I say, it's time to do my invites or it's time to do my follow-ups, I always say to myself, look, person on the other side of my computer screen or my phone, they may need this message today. They may be waiting for somebody to reach out. They may be too afraid to ask for help and I may save their life in some way. I may give them hope or inspiration and I'm going to send this invite because I know what I do changes lives. And then I invite. And you know what? I don't love it. takes me a little extra time to get into it, but I do it. Because it matters. It matters to the bottom line. And it helps me grow my business too. So there are going to be some times where you can't change it. You have to do it. But there are things in your business. And I encourage you to kind of get out a sheet of paper and and have two sides. Right? So things you love. Things you don't love. And then look at the things you don't love. Can you delegate some of that? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes it's no. Guys, I everybody's always like, how do I hire people? How do I get an assistant? How do I get somebody? Go on Facebook or go on Instagram and say you're looking for a personal assistant or an admin to help you with your business. I guarantee you say email me your um, you know, your letter of intent. Email me your resume and I will review and get back to you as soon as possible. Put it on your stories, put it on your feed, put it on Facebook, put it on LinkedIn. You will have people that'll be knocking down your door to want to help you in your business. And it can be 5 or 10 hours a week. You can say right in there it is part-time virtual assistant work if that's what you're looking for. But within days... Weeks, you can have help to relieve some of the things on your plate that don't bring you joy to find things you do love to do. All right, guys, as we move through this this conversation today, this might be striking a chord with some of you. Right? And I know that sometimes we have to change the direction. We have to refocus, especially as we grow and scale our business. There are things that I love to do when I first started that I don't necessarily love to do anymore. Those are things I've, I've delegated. Those are things I've changed. Those are things as I've grown and scaled. I've learned how to teach somebody else to do. But it is your responsibility to take action for the way that you feel. Don't let yourself stay in those feelings of just negativity. Because if you continue to say this is hard, right? I'm not having success. This doesn't make me happy. I'm bad at recruiting. I'm bad at invites. I'm bad at making posts. I'm bad at social media. What are you focusing on? You're focusing on the bad and that's the only direction you're going in. And you're literally driving your business into a brick wall. And you are making... Everything that you're saying become a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you don't know this by now, everything you say to yourself, that's your reality, guys. So if you tell yourself you're bad at something, you're going to do one of two things. You are going to half-ass send an invite or you're not going to send an invite at all. Or if you feel like you're bad at social media, well, you're going to not put a lot of effort into it. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to be bad at it. Or you're not going to post at all. So I, the, the, really at the granular level, I don't want to tell you to do more work. I actually want you to begin to say to yourself, who do I need to be? What is, how does my mindset need to change so that I can become the person I want to become? You know, personal development is something that I've been doing for eight years And I can sit down to have a conversation with somebody and the first five minutes I can usually figure out if the person invests in themselves. I have conversations all the time where I just see people that are, they just are victims to their circumstances. They're focused on the obstacles. They don't realize that their current challenges are learning opportunities and they're just stuck. And it's all mindset. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to go out and seek professional help. Maybe you have a a rough childhood that you're carrying the weight of this on your shoulders. And that's keeping you from being the person that you are meant to be. Or maybe you've had some pretty big obstacles and you need a business coach to talk you through it. Get a business coach guys. Get a life coach. Get somebody that can help you. Talk to a success partner or a friend. Somebody that can help you to believe that you are the person that you want to become. But also that's on you. Your mindset, what you say to yourself, that is absolutely in your control. And you have the ability to change it or you can be a victim to your own mindset. But if you want to be somebody different, if you want to accomplish things, we don't need to do more. We need to change that mindset first so are you the kind of person that can sustain the kind of success that you want because what you do is only as effective as who you are so get face to face get ugly with it look yourself in the mirror and say I'm holding myself back I'm letting my past failures you know dictate my current actions I'm self-sabotaging my 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 potential And look yourself in the mirror and say some of the greatest people on this planet that have changed the way we think and act today have failed so many times. Do some research. Go out there and Google search the world's famous failures. The most successful people's biggest failures. Read about people and their stories and it should give you hope and inspiration to know that you can get through this too. One of my favorite audiobooks and it's only audio, you can't actually buy the physical book. It's Mel Robbins, Take Control of Your Life. I'll say it again, Mel Robbins, Take Control of Your Life. She actually does these therapy sessions, these interview sessions with with her with clients and she does these coaching. She coaches them. That is all mindset. Listen to that. That can you can apply it in every area of your life. All right. So what do I do every day to make sure that I'm on the path towards success? I invest in myself first. When I wake up in the morning and my feet hit the floor, it doesn't matter how big my to-do list is, it doesn't matter how anxious I am about all of the deadlines and things that are going on and whether or not I'm gonna reach the goal and -and so-and-so is happy with the way I'm running things, I'm gonna put my feet on the floor and I'm gonna say, I am freaking grateful to be here today. I'm going to list off those things I'm grateful for. I'm going to write them down in my gratitude journal. And I'm going to open up my devotional and I'm going to read. I'm going to set my intentions for the day and my positive affirmations. I'm going to put my earbuds in and I'm going to meditate. I'm going to pick a meditation that I need for that day. It might be gratitude. It might be positivity. It might be stress and anxiety. It might be organization, creativity, whatever it is. I'm going to pour that into myself. And then I'm going to move my body. 20 to 30 minutes every day I move my body. I get those endorphins going, that adrenaline pumping. And while I'm working out, I am saying to myself, I am training to be the best version of myself that I can be. And that's the way I approach my day. And I read these questions to myself. I ask myself every day, who or who, can I surprise with a moment of appreciation? Can I write a handwritten note? Can I send somebody a voice message? Can I give my kids an extra hug? Second one is, what can I be excited about today? There's always something to be excited about. What is it? What are you going to be excited about today? Third thing is, who or what might cause me stress? And how can I respond in a positive way? I ask myself that every day because I know that there are stressors in every part of our day. How am I going to approach it? If I'm on the offense and I'm ready for it, I can handle it much better. Repeat after me. It is not my responsibility to heal, to save, to punish, or control other people. Let me say that again. It is not my responsibility to heal, to save, to punish, or control other people. It is my job to be the beacon of light, to be the inspiration, to be the example, to show people the way, to invite them along on the journey with me if they so choose. But I can't save somebody else. I can be there. I can be their sounding board. I can help them if they so choose. But I can't carry that burden on my shoulders. I can't make somebody want change more than they want it for themselves. But I can show up and I can talk about it in every single angle hoping that something will just click. And that's what I do every single day. I Give people hope. I inspire them. I teach them my ways. And I invite them to join along. Whether it be through the coaching opportunity or it's through, you know, my my chic influencer business, or it's just following me on social media. I want to serve my audience, but I always wanna make sure that I'm doing it in such a way that it brings me joy. When something doesn't bring me joy, I get real crystal crystal clear on why? Can I change it? What do I need to change? What do I need to do to make sure? that I'm living my life to the fullest. Not every day is going to be perfect and not every day is stress-free and literally, I just want you to know like I am just figuring it out too. I mean if you could actually see my office right now it's kind of embarrassing. There's a lot of stuff everywhere and notebooks and ideas and sticky notes and I'm just figuring it out just like the rest of us. So guys, take a step back. Give yourself... next few hours or maybe it is even 24 hours and say what do I need to do do I need to redo my vision board do I need to get really crystal clear on what does bring me joy why did I get into this business in the first place what are my big goals am I living up to the expectations am I self sabotaging myself is my mindset to blame get really real with yourself realign come back tomorrow Guys, I believe that business ownership is not a point A to point B sort of thing. Being a business owner looks like taking a step forward and three steps back and five steps forward and two steps back. And sometimes you go all the way back to the start and you start again. But never for a moment do I want you to think that your goals are not possible. That they're not worthy of you trying. That... You can't dust yourself off and get back up and keep going again. I believe in you. I mean, if I can build this business, so can you. Remember, I'm no different than you. And even all the people you follow on social media, they're no different than you too. They've all. We've all got struggles. We've all got things. Things that we struggle with. Whether it's confidence or it's anxiety or it's a little bit of depression or it's comparison or it's balance or supportive spouses. Like we all have our stuff. We're just learning to work through it together. Positive attitude. Leading by example. Doing our best. Focusing on joy. Let's get to the goal. Guys, I hope this episode today was impactful I hope it moved you in a totally different way and I want you to go into this fourth quarter of the year with this like I freaking can rock my goals and I am ready for the challenge and I want to make sure that by the time you get to December 31st it was worth it this is how I learned this is how I grew this is what made me happy and this is how I'm gonna celebrate all right friends thanks so much for tuning in today I cannot wait to see you guys back here next week on the podcast, Women Inspiring Women. Take care, guys.